This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. How can we increase our capacity to engage children in spiritual conversations? Stay tuned to learn more about Lacey Finn Borgo's book, Spiritual Conversations with Children, and by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Joshua chapter 12 through Joshua chapter 14, verse 5. Joshua chapter 12. Now these are the kings of the land whom the Israelites defeated and drove from their land on the east side of the Jordan, from the Arnon Valley to Mount Hermon, including all the eastern Rift Valley, King Sihon of the Amorites who lived in Heshbon and ruled from Arar on the edge of the Arnon Valley, including the city in the middle of the valley and half of Gilead, all the way to the Jabbok Valley, bordering Ammonite territory. His kingdom included the eastern Rift Valley from the Sea of Kenarith to the Sea of the Rift Valley, the Salt Sea, including the route to Beth Jeshimoth and the area southward below the slopes of Pisgah, the territory of King Og of Bashan, one of the few remaining Rephaites who lived in Ashtaroth and Edri and ruled over Mount Hermon, Seleka, all Bashan to the border of the Geshurites and Makathites, and half of Gilead, as far as the border of King Sihon of Heshbon. Moses, the Lord's servant, and the Israelites defeated them, and Moses, the Lord's servant, assigned their land to Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. These are the kings of the land whom Joshua and the Israelites defeated on the west side of the Jordan, from Baal Gad in the Lebanon Valley to Mount Halak, up to Sir. Joshua assigned this territory to the Israelite tribes, including the hill country, the foothills, the rift valley, the slopes, the wilderness, and the Negev, the land of the Hittites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, the king of Jericho, one, the king of Ai, located near Bethel, one, the king of Jerusalem, one, the king of Hebron, one the king of Jarmuth, one, the king of Lachish, one, the king of Eglon, one, the king of Gezer, 
one. The king of Debir, one. The king of Geder, one. The king of Horma, one. The king of Arad, one. The king of Libna, one. The king of Adullam, one. The king of Makeda, one. The king of Bethel, one. The king of Tapua, one. The king of Hefer, one. The king of Aphek, one. The king of Lasharon, one. The king of Madon, one. The king of Hazor, one. The king of Shimron Meron, one. The king of Akshaf, one. The king of Tanakh, one. The king of Megiddo, one. The king of Kadesh, one. The king of Joknim near Carmel, one. The king of Dor near Nafath Dor, one. The king of Goim near Gilgal, one. The king of Tirzah. One, a total of 31 kings. Joshua chapter 13. The Lord speaks to Joshua. When Joshua was very old, the Lord told him, You are very old, and a great deal of land remains to be conquered. This is the land that remains, all the territory of the Philistines and all the Geshurites from the Sihor River east of Egypt northward to the territory of Ekron. It is regarded as Canaanite territory including the area belonging to the five Philistine lords who ruled in Gaza, Ashdod, Ashkelon, Gath, and Ekron, as well as Avit land to the south, all the Canaanite territory from Ara in the region of Sidon to Afek as far as Amorite territory, the territory of Bilblos, and all Lebanon to the east, from Baal Gad below Mount Hermon to Lebo Hamath, I will drive out before the Israelites all who live in the hill country from Lebanon to Misrephoth, Maim. All the Sidonians, you be sure to parcel it out to Israel as I instructed you. Now divide up this land among the nine tribes and the half-tribe of Manasseh, tribal lands east of the Jordan. The other half of Manasseh, Reuben and Gad, received their allotted tribal lands on east side of the Jordan, just as Moses, the Lord's servant, had assigned them. Their territory started from Arar, on the edge of the Arnon Valley, included the city in the middle of the valley, the whole plain of Mediba, as far as Dibon, and all the cities of King Sihon of the Amorites who ruled in Heshbon and ended at the Ammonite border. Their territory also included Gilead, Geshurite, and Makathite territory, all Mount Hermon and all Bashan to Seleka. The whole kingdom of Og in Bashan, who ruled in Ashtaroth and Edri. He was one of the few remaining Raphaites. Moses defeated them and took their lands, but the Israelites did not conquer the Geshurites and Machathites. Geshur and Makkah live among Israel to this very day. However, Moses did not assign land as an inheritance to the Levites. Their inheritance is the sacrificial offerings made to the Lord God of Israel as he instructed them. Moses assigned land to the tribe of Reuben by its clans. Their territory started at Arar, on the edge of the Arnon Valley, and included the city in the middle of the valley, the whole plain of Mediba, Heshbon, and all its surrounding cities on the plain, including Dibon, Bamoth Baal, Beth Baal, Mion, Jahaz Kedemoth, Mephath, Kiriathim, Sibna, Zereth Shahar, on the hill in the valley. Beth Peor, the slopes of Pisgah, and Beth Jeshimoth. It encompassed all the cities of the plain and the whole realm of King Sihon of the Amorites who ruled in Heshbon. Moses defeated him 
and the Midianite leaders, Evi, Rechem, Zur, Hur, and Reba. They were subjects of Sihon and lived in his territory. The Israelites killed Balaam, son of Beor, the omen reader, along with the others. The border of the tribe of Reuben was the Jordan. The land allotted to the tribe of Reuben by its clans included these cities and their towns. Moses assigned land to the tribe of Gad by its clans. Their territory included Jezer, all the cities of Gilead, and half the Ammonite territory as far as Arar near Rabbah. Their territory ran from Heshbon to Ramath Mizpah and Botonim and from Mahanaim to the territory of Debir. It included the valley of Beth Haram, Beth Nimra, Sokoth, and Zaphon, and the rest of the realm of King Sihon of Heshbon, the area east of the Jordan to the end of the Sea of Kenareth. The land allotted to the tribe of Gad by its clans included these cities and their towns. Moses assigned land to the half-tribe of Manasseh by its clans. Their territory started at Mahanaim and encompassed all Bashan, the whole realm of King Og of Bashan, including all 60 cities in Havath Chayir in Bashan, half of Gilead, Hashtaroth, and Edri, cities in the kingdom of Og in Bashan, were assigned to the descendants of Makir, son of Manasseh, to half the descendants of Makir by their clans. These are the land assignments made by Moses in the Rift Valley plains of Moab, east of the Jordan River, opposite Jericho. However, Moses did not assign land as an inheritance to the Levites. Their inheritance is the Lord God of Israel, as he instructed them. Joshua chapter 14, verses 1 through 5. Judah's Tribal Lands The following is a record of the territory assigned to the Israelites in the land of Canaan by Eleazar the priest, Joshua son of Nun, and the Israelite tribal leaders. The land assignments to the nine and a half tribes were made by drawing lots as the Lord had instructed Moses. Now Moses had assigned land to the two and a half tribes east of the Jordan, but he assigned no land to the Levites. The descendants of Joseph were considered as two tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim. The Levites were allotted no territory, though they were assigned cities in which to live, along with the grazing areas for their cattle and possessions. The Israelites followed the Lord's instructions to Moses and divided up the land. New Testament reading. Mark chapter 9, verses 14 through 29. The disciples' failure to heal. When they came to the disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and experts in the law arguing with them. When the whole crowd saw him, they were amazed and ran at once and greeted him. He asked them, What are you arguing about with them? A member of the crowd said to him, Teacher, I brought you my son who was possessed by a spirit that makes him mute. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams at the mouth, grinds his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to cast it out, but they were not able to do so. He answered them, You unbelieving generation, how much longer must I be with you? How much longer must I endure you? Bring him to me. So they brought the boy to him. When the spirit saw him, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell on the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. It has often thrown him into fire or water to destroy him. But if you are able to do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Then Jesus said to him, If you are able, 
All things are possible for the one who believes. Immediately, the father of the boy cried out and said, I believe. Help my unbelief. Now, when Jesus saw that a crowd was quickly gathering, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, Mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. It shrieked, threw him into terrible convulsions, and came out. The boy looked so much like a corpse that many said, He is dead. But Jesus gently took his hand and raised him to his feet, and he stood up. Then after he went into the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why couldn't we cast it out? He told them, This kind can come out only by prayer. Matthew chapter 17, verses 14 through 21. The Disciples' Failure to Heal When they came to the crowd, a man came to him, knelt before him, and said, Lord, have mercy on my son, because he has seizures and suffers terribly, for he often falls into the fire and into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they were not able to heal him. Jesus answered, You unbelieving and perverse generation, how much longer must I be with you? How much longer must I endure you? Bring him here to me. Then Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the boy was healed from that moment. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why couldn't we cast it out? He told them, It was because of your little faith. I tell you the truth. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Oh God, thank you. Thank you that you are our healer and our deliverer. Thank you, oh God, for the ways, oh Lord God, that even in Jesus's frustration, oh God, <laughs> with the unbelief, oh God, and the lack of faith, oh God, that the disciples had, oh God, which is what hindered them from being able to heal that boy, oh God, and to be able to cast out that demonic spirit from that young boy. God, I thank you that even in the midst of our unbelief, oh Lord, even with the, our lack of faith, oh Lord, that you're gracious, oh God, to still condescend. You're gracious, oh God, to still be near. You're gracious, oh God, to still heal, to still deliver, to still bind up, oh Lord God, the various demons, O Lord God, and evils, O Lord God, that we face and we deal with, O God. Thank you, God, that even in, even in that frustration, O Lord, your grace, your mercy, your compassion is still made evident, God. And I pray, I pray, O God, because we wrestle, O God, like the son's father, like that father in the text. I believe, but help my unbelief, O God. Help us, O Lord. Help us to uh, uh, give us, O oh Lord God, even faith the size of a mustard seed, O oh Lord God. Help us to believe, O oh Lord God, that you, not, not if you can, but knowing deep within our souls and spirits that nothing is impossible for you, O oh Lord God. Would you help us, O oh Lord God, to trust in your power, in your might, O oh Lord. Thank you, O oh God that although you are sovereign and transcendent, O oh Lord God, that you are imminent, God, that, that you are our friend. We are friends of God, O oh Lord. And so we can come to you boldly 
to your throne of grace, asking you for what we need in our time of need and help us to ask, oh God, without doubting, help us to believe, oh Lord God, uh, that you are, oh Lord God, and that you, and that you, oh God, stand ready, oh God, to answer in the affirmative, oh Lord God, when what we desire lines up with your will for our life, for your purpose in our lives, oh Lord God, and help us, oh Lord God, to accept your nose, oh Lord God, and know that even in your nose, oh God, your nose to our prayer request, your nose, oh Lord God, to the things that we continue to intercede and beg you for, oh Lord God, that even your nose, oh Lord God, are wrapped in love. God, I pray all of this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Increase our faith, Lord. Amen. When children have a listening companion who hears, acknowledges, and encourages their early experiences with God, it creates a spiritual footprint that shapes their lives. Lacey Finn Borgo's book, Spiritual Conversations with Children, draws on her own experience of practicing spiritual direction with children. She offers an overview of childhood spiritual formation and introduces key skills for engaging conversation from a Christ-centered perspective. In this book, you'll find ideas for engaging children with play, art, and movement, along with prayers to use together. Whether you are a parent or grandparent, pastor or spiritual director, you will find this to be a friendly guide into deeper ways of listening. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word, that's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Yeah.